Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Hey, there it goes. <laughs> that Hello. one button. Hello. Oh. We're back. We're back. We are. Another great Friday. Thank God. <laughs> a long friggin' week. Um, not a long not a long week in my world. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, at my job, we got one co-worker that went to Florida for a week, and I had to cover the window. Mm. Mm. The week it gets busy. Wait a minute. Sean had to work at work? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> you must have been destroyed all week. Yep. This week went by slow as shit. Oh, dear. I am so thankful for today. <laughs> got to leave work at 2, get here earlier. Do this nice. tonight. I um still daylight out. We can see you. Can see it the is. Yard. It's um it's almost seven. It's still fairly day, daylight uh, light out. Yeah. I, I you know <laughs> what? I'm so mesmerized. I'm looking out the window. I lost my train of thought. Happy trees. Yeah. Yeah. I had to leave work early on Tuesday because Jay had kind of a medical issue. So I had to leave work and help him deal with that. And then he, I think, you know, I think he has ADD. And he was just never diagnosed with it, because he has trouble sitting still. Hmm. It's like he needs to like be doing something. Mm-hmm. So I stayed home to police him, <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm like I I had to be here to be Please. like yeah well I mean I had to be here to be like don't move so fast don't turn your head so fast don't do that blah 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 and so he's like okay. <laughs> So that was my Tuesday. So I was only, I was only at work for like, and let's see, hour and a half. Yeah, I left at nine, so I started at seven thirty, and then I had to leave. And then um, I took today off because uh, my grandfather's in hospice care, and apparently, I didn't, I didn't even know that they do this, but they offer this thing for veterans um, that they present them with a little, they gave him a little flag and a little. Uh, certificate and a little pin just for serving his country and stuff. It was really cute and good I mean, for them. Yeah, and he got he got like kind of emotional, and so I was like, <laughs> so I was like trying to hold it in, and so it was nice. My my mom was really happy I could go, and I mean I don't, I'm not that person who asked for like a million days off. So my boss was like, sure, no problem. Yeah, yeah. take it, have a good day. So. So I get everything. Yeah, I'm good at everything. <laughs> so I got uh it's so it's been kind of a short week. So I got I got today off. I get a little bit of a long weekend. I don't know. Maybe no work on Monday. Maybe. Yep. Freaking snow coming. <laughs> After we've had like 60, 70 degree weather like for the past few weeks. Welcome to New England. Yes. Oh. We have almost close to a foot of snow on the way. Possibly. I'm I'm hoping it it twists just right and we get rain Mm -hmm. i'd much rather have some rain storm would have to travel northwest to push the snow up so that we don't get it 
Look at you going all meteorologist on me. That's what I wanted to be when I was little. <laughs> really? Did you? I was a big fan of Dick Albert from Channel 5. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that's what a lot of my family members used to say. <laughs> what? That it was cute? Yeah. I used to always draw my own weather maps and stuff. Oh. And I'd also go around to the TV and start moving my hand when the cold front's going <laughs> this way. And... Sean's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Let me show you how this, this storm's coming. Let me show you something. Let me show you how this storm's brewing. <laughs> oh my God! So you were you were all set, like you were all psyched up when there was when there's tornado season down south because you can make the swirly motion with you. I was just excited <laughs> anytime the weather was on. <laughs> Going up during That's school, awesome. I always loved geography because I always loved maps. Okay. So anytime we got to work on maps, it was a great day for me at school. <laughs> oh my God! Oh. I'm I I'm lucky I can point out where I live on a map. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like I don't know, just right there, I'm right there. I like those right you right here. I like those you are here maps. <laughs> oh, thank you for telling me. <laughs> where are we? Earth. <laughs> I would have been so lost if you didn't tell me. I know, I know. I need. I like those. I like in the mall and stuff. I'm like oh, here I am. I'm glad oh. I know where I am. Yeah, I've I've uh, wanted to be a cartoonist, and to some degree, I kind of do that. You do a couple to some books. Degree. Yeah, I've done some children's books, and I've done, I had a comic strip, and I've done kind of stuff like that. So I mean, when I was a kid, I I would absorb cartoons. Mm-hmm. I would like study the, who the voiceover people were, and who oh, this is a Don Mezic. Don Mezic is the voice of Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. No, oh, learning. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I could, I could, and I knew all of the, like, I, I loved, like, the Warner Brothers stuff, and I could, I could tell. Looney Tunes. Yeah, like, I could tell the director, like, oh, this is a Chuck Jones, and this is a thing, because they all had a different drawing style. So I could pick out, like, that's a Chuck Jones, that's a Fritz Freeling, that's this, this, this. And during Looney Tunes, you could say the same thing for almost every character. That's Mel Blanc. That's Mel Blanc. That's Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc and um, Arthur... Bonzarelli. No. Arthur somebody uh, did the voice of Elmer Fudd. It was one of the few that Mel Blanc didn't do. And for all the female characters, they just did... uh, They used June Foray, who also did the voice of Rocky... And the uh, Rocky the Squirrel, Rocky and, and Bullwinkle. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. stop now because I can talk about <laughs> cartoons for like twelve hours. We can make that into a show someday. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking you of tell. it. Um, <laughs> when this when this show first started, um, it was me and a different co-host. And meaning not me. <laughs> <laughs> meaning not you. And when that co-host started to not show up. I was lucky enough to uh, have Sean show up. And yeah. so so basically what I've done um, is I've, I've taken those older episodes with the different host down. So you're going to, I mean, like if you were looking for like older episodes, because now some t- they run in a weird number order. It'll <laughs> go from like 15 to like uh, 20 and blah, blah, blah. So the number order in iTunes is weird. But um, I felt that it was the right thing to do. Plus, I was pissy. 
Plus, I was pissy. I was pissy, so fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. So I just, I wanted to get that out there. Oh, now it's out there. Hmm. And I can't take it back. Is there any way that it can be changed so that the ones that are up there are numbered differently? I could change the number order, yeah. We can make the ones that are still up there be one, two, three, four. I probably could, yeah. If you wanted to. Did you want to do that? I don't care. Oh. We, you know, we probably should have discussed this during the business dinner. Yeah. Instead of right now, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk about it after. During business dinner, we were watching Bob Ross. <laughs> we were watching Bob Ross. I love some fucking Bob Ross. He's awesome. He's doing some happy trees, a few mountains. The problem with Bob Ross is that he has that that voice, and I just get like relaxed. Sleepy. Oh my! It's like a warm bath. <laughs> You're taking warm baths in his words, and it's just, oh. It's like listening to David Allen Boucher. Oh, magic! 106.7! <laughs> I asked Jay, because Jay's met every radio person ever, and I'm like, have you ever met David Allen? And he's like, no. He was. I think he talked to him once, though. And I'm like, oh. I, just, I said, I just want to know if he <laughs> sounds like that when he's not on the air. Because there's this thing that... Um, radio people do <laughs> where they do things with their voice like jay has a different he pronounces things in a certain way when he's on the radio and so it <laughs> it just it sounds good and they um <laughs> i thought you were gonna say something no i thought you were gonna say something <laughs> we just looked at this... each other at the same time and well he had this look on his face like i've got something important to say Nope. <laughs> and it didn't. It, you went the other way with it. Thank you so much. No problem. So much. Oh, so let me let me tell you guys what happened to me last Saturday. Oh, <laughs> Sean's already spitting out a soda. Okay, so the what? I, all right. So this was a broke ass. I call it broke ass Saturday. I was having a broke ass Saturday, which means I had no real money to do anything fun, <laughs> and it's too cold. To do, like, outside things. Like, sometimes you could, like, oh, I'll, I'll walk around this place, or I'll do this, blah, blah, blah. But it was too cold to do anything worthwhile. So, I was having a broke-ass Saturday. <laughs> so, my nephew had asked Jay, um, because he has, like, this storage unit with a bunch of shit in it. And he has, like, three record players in the storage unit. So, he had told my nephew he could have one. So, my nephew was like, can I get that record player anytime soon? And I was like, oh, yeah. Because I was waiting until after Christmas because I didn't know if somebody was going to get him one for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I, I was like, all right, well, I have to get down to the storage unit. And he's like, okay. So, I, I had to wait until Saturday because it was when I could get there. So, I had to go into Rhode Island. Ugh. <laughs> I... <laughs> Fucking my ass twitches every time I go to Island. <laughs> Seriously. I don't like going there. Oh, you know what? Rhode Island, recently, if you're not if you're not in this area. Um, small. Yeah, Rhode Island, well, it is small. <laughs> it's the smallest state. But you know what? They recently passed a bill um, that will charge you $500 fine if you have a tree that has leaves and you don't clean up your leaves. That sucks. Yeah. And I'm like, how broke ass is <laughs> Rhode Island is broke. They are broke. 
Making up their own rules like that? So they, Yeah, so they're looking to charge anybody. There was this weird toll that they were going to do just for, like, tractor-trailer trucks. And I'm like, oh, please. Like, they won't eventually start charging everybody else. Mm-hmm. So they're just looking for creative ways to come up with money. So now they have this leaf tax. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So my, I just, and I hate going in there because I'm sorry. Um, I know Massachusetts, like drivers here, are can be shitty. Massholes. Yeah. Um, but in Rhode Island, they're just so much worse. I almost got creamed like four times. And I'm like... My car insurance would be very upset if they knew I was in Rhode Island. <laughs> They'd call me at a 911. Get out of there now. Get out. You can't afford the premium. Get out. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'll run in. All I had to do was get the thing. So I'm like, I'm going to go in, get it. I'm out like a robbery. So Rob them dead. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> Batman's parents, they got robbed dead. <laughs> I'm driving down. Now my GPS had me going this back way. Which I explained it to Jay, and he was like, why did it even... I'm like, I don't even know. In two miles. Yeah. Take right. So the GPS had me going a certain way. So I, I, I get off the hex, the exit, and I go the, the back way there, and... Recalculating. It's, yeah. <laughs> Where the hell are we going? <laughs> I said not. go this way. Why are you in Rhode Island? <laughs> why? And I use the Waze app, and right now it's um Morgan Freeman. <laughs> so Morgan Freeman is calmly telling me, like... You don't even want to be in Rhode Island right now. <laughs> so I'm driving down, and it's like an industrial road, okay? So I'm driving, mm. and all of a sudden, I come around this corner. He was positioned so proper. I come around this corner, and there's this cop right in the middle of the road. And he's like 10 feet away from his vehicle, and he ha- already had somebody pulled over. And then he points at me, and he points to the side of the road. I'm like, I'm fucked. So I pull over. <laughs> And he, he finishes with the guy ahead of me and walks to my car. And he's like, good afternoon. And I'm like, hello. And I'm just sitting there thinking like. Hola, Isabel. <laughs> just, Como estas? And I'm just sitting there like, what can I do to get out of this? Right. <laughs> so I have diarrhea. Please let me go. <laughs> Look, my booby. <laughs> you know what, dude? If I thought lifting up my shirt would work. I'd totally consider it. Boob flashing. I would consider it. I would strongly consider it. I probably wouldn't do it, but I would strongly consider it. I don't think it would work for me. (laughs) (laughs) It might. You never know. Don't ask, don't tell. So here's the thing. So he comes over to my window and he goes, you know, good afternoon. I was like, good afternoon, sir. And he goes, license and registration. So as I give my license right away, I got to look for my registration. So I go to my glove box. As I'm looking for it, he pulls somebody over behind me. This guy's good. He's he's fucking, he's got a, what do you call that? He's got a revolving door of his people he's pulling over. So then he goes behind and he's dealing with that person. So by the time he comes back to me, I found my registration. So he goes, he takes the registration, he looks at me and he goes, let me ask you a question. And I was like, okay. And he goes, what is the speed limit here? And I was like, I don't know. And as the words I don't know are coming out of my mouth, I look forward and there's the speed limit sign. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's why he's positioned perfectly in that area. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, boy. He's probably taking mental counts of how many people say, (laughs) I don't know. I always say I don't know. 
Even if I knew, I wouldn't know. But I really didn't know. So you know that I know oh. that you know that I know that I don't know. Most of the time, I will admit it. Really? Like, yes, I didn't realize the last second I was going such and such fast, but... Wow. Does that work? Yeah. Does honesty no. work? Because I'll be honest. I guess it depends where you are. <laughs> honesty doesn't work all the time. He goes, it's 35, and then he points at the sign. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, do you know how fast you were going? <laughs> Not a clue. More than 35? I'm going to guess more than 35, because here we are having this conversation. Does it go 36? <laughs> What I should have said was, I don't suppose I was going 38. <laughs> so he goes, you were doing 53. <gasps> yeah. Bad girl. And at first I was going to make like a dyslexic joke. <laughs> kind of like 35, 53. Mm-hmm. But then I opted to not. Probably and I, I decided, yeah, I decided not to make, try to make any jokes because it's like, eh, I don't, I'm not going to get out of anything. And then Jay's father is, was a retired Providence police officer. So I was going to try to name drop that. And then I'm like, you know, he's, he retired like, I don't know, many, many years ago. Many moons. Short, shortly after Jay was born, I think. And he I'm probably like, has no idea who he is. Yeah. So I'm like, he, yeah, I'm not going to win this one. So I'm not going to say anything either. So he's like, I'll be right back. So he walks away. Right. And he gets in his car. Now, you and I had had a conversation before. Where uh, the the police department that you worked for was going to, you were going to do a ride along Mm -hmm. with them. And I said, when you do the ride along, tell me what they do when they go back to their car with the license registration. Because they're always gone forever. (laughs) And I want to know what's going on. Because usually it'll take 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And and then they come back and they decide whether or not they're going to, you know, fine you or whatever. So he walks away. I grab my phone. I text Jay. And I see that, well, I see that Jay has texted me. And he's like, oh, be careful in Rhode Island. <laughs> Too late. And I, yeah. So I write him back and I'm like, I just got pulled over. He's like, you're fucking kidding me. And I was like, I am not kidding you. How did you know I was going to do this? <laughs> and then he goes, oh, shit. And then he goes, where are you? And before I could respond, the cop is coming back. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. This was the fastest citation ever so he comes back and he he comes to my window and he goes here's your information and i said thank you sir oh wait before he had walked away now i'm kind of pulled over but when he has to talk to me he's in the middle of the road Mm -hmm. so before he had walked away with my information i asked him sir do you want me to move over a little i was like i don't think it's fair to have you stand in the middle of the road that's not safe and he goes no no i'm okay thank you and then he walked away when he comes back and he goes here's your information i said okay and he goes now i want you to do me a favor and i said what and he goes if you're gonna speed can you at least wear your seatbelt i started laughing and i was like i think i can do that and he goes put it on and i'm like okay and he goes i want to watch yeah like i had it in my mind i'm like brown chicken brown cow so i'm like nope i'm not gonna do that shit either just put it on and shut up so i put the seatbelt on and he's like all right good and he goes have a good day and i was like oh you have a great day and he walks away he walks to the guy behind me so i uh i put the seatbelt on i finished uh texting jay where i was and i was like i'll call you in a minute and then i you know alter myself and i get everything ready and i put my blinker on i pull out like a good girl and i go 
and I make sure I'm not speeding when I leave. Because I'm halo's like, halo's over your car. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I have to be perfect now. <laughs> Just until he can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> so I call Jay, and he goes, oh, he goes, did you did you get busted? And I was like, no. I said he was actually pretty funny. I said it was one of the few stops I've ever had, and I've had plenty. That um, <laughs> that was a, a good interaction. And he goes, oh. And he goes, it must have been because you were concerned for his safety. You didn't want him to get hit for, by a yeah. car. And I was like. And you were polite. I said, well, I'm always polite. I am. Like, sir, blah, blah, blah. I have a friend who does this thing where he sticks his hands out the window. He thinks like, oh, he just puts his hands out the window. And he said, that's what you're supposed to do when you get pulled over. I'm like, really? I've never done I never that. never heard of that. You never heard of that? Thank you. <clears throat> I just thought you were supposed to keep your hands on the wheel. Yes. Because they need keep to see your sight. hands. Yeah. I don't know why he does that. You put them out the window if the if uh, <laughs> they come over and high five you. <laughs> <laughs> if you got like three to five cars, squad cars behind you with the guns drawn, yeah. that's when you put your hands out the window and you drop the keys. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. So he goes, "Oh, it was probably because you." And I said, "I don't know. I don't." I said, "Maybe he just took pity on me." He's like, "Oh, this poor girl from Massachusetts." Or he's just in a good mood. You know what? I t- and then I told Jay, I'm like, he probably, I don't know how long he was there, but, you know, there was me, one person before me, one person after me. Like, he was nabbing people left and right. I said, he probably hit his quota by noon. And I was like, well, I don't need to give any more tickets today. <laughs> Those first 52 really put me over the fucking edge. <laughs> like, shit. That was more than enough fun for me. And then I'm like, and then I told Jay, I'm like, I really just have to get out of here. I'm going to get the, the record player and just get out of here. And he goes, I think that's a wise idea. Damn the storage unit. So I was telling Sean, and then me. we went out. We yeah. And then we went out to get a, a bite to eat. Mm. <laughs> well, the, the place had fucked up his order. So we had to go all the way back. Mm. So we're on our way back, and near the center of my town... There's a lane to turn left and a lane to go straight. Well, it's straight and right. So the lane to go straight slash right was like a mile long. And I looked at Sean and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to. You did what I would have done. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just going to cross the line a little bit. You know, nobody's going to hit me because there's plenty of room for the traffic on the other side. Yep. I'll just scoot up to the the left, to the left turn lane. Everything will be fine. To the left. To the left. As soon as I decide to do it, and we're cruising, who comes around the corner but a cop? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. As soon as you said, oh, I'm committed to it. I'm going to do it. And then, well, then it's like, he already saw me. So I'm like, well, I can't back out of this now. I'm already committed, and nobody's going to let me back in line. Nope. So I'm like, I just got to do it. That's a long line. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to have to eat it on this one. But he didn't, he didn't give a shit. So I'm like, well... The police gods are smiling on me today. I'm just going to go home now because I'm not going to get out of much more. Oh, we still got tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do errands tomorrow morning. Oh, there's always tomorrow, Tara. Always tomorrow. Don't fucking curse me like that. You say I'm your your clover or your lucky charm or whatever. Sean, every time I have Sean with me, lights that are normally red for me are green. Fucking, I find things in the store that I was looking for that I don't normally find. It's like, oh, I was looking for that. Well, um, like, I, a lot of errands I have. <laughs> I have errands, people. 
<laughs> but there's a lot of stuff that I can't get done during the week because of my work schedule. So some things I have to wait until Saturday to do. Tara's got a busy schedule all week. <laughs> I try. I'm busy. It's I. I like to be. Well, I'm not gonna say I like to be busy, but it keeps me out of you trouble. Got, you got a lot of things going. Well, yeah, but so. <laughs> Uh, so some stuff I just, I wait until Saturday to do. And lately what's been happening is, um, I was thinking about old movies and stuff and especially like doing this show and we talk about, uh, films that we like and stuff like that. And there's some stuff on DVD that I don't have that I was like, oh, I should get that movie. So I, I have a little list and on Saturdays when I'm done running around doing the stupid shit. I can go and uh, we we do this run and we go up to the <clears throat> the the special DVD store that we shop at and we ball out and get like twenty DVDs for twenty bucks. <laughs> it's awesome. So and normally I find stuff that I was like oh, I was looking for that. Oh my god! It's, I it happens when Sean's with me all the time. <laughs> it's like God damn. There was a classic <laughs> movie from, from about eighty. I think it was eighty five. Called yeah. Cloak and Dagger. Oh, Cloak and Dagger. Harry yeah. Thomas, who was in E.T. And everybody the, knows E.T. That's the E.T. kid. Yep. I didn't even like, know that. That's him. Yeah. That's him I didn't kid. even know that. Dabney Coleman. Yeah. From Nine to Five. <laughs> that's a good movie. Working nine. We'll be covering that sometime. We'll have to cover that sometime. Yes. That's on my list. I gotta get that. I think it's on this one in here. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Cloak and Dagger is one of the movies that she was looking for. Yeah. Last time we were there, she was about one or two uh, aisles over from where I was. I was in the family section. <laughs> and I found this 10-pack. They had like 10 different movies. So that'd be great for anyone who wants to binge watch. Friend, <laughs> fit, and like have, have a family get together and watch a lot of Disney movies or whatever. But there's like 10 movies on there, and Cloak and Dagger was one of them. Yeah. I was so psyched to see that the find, and I brought it over to her. She was happy about it, but she wants a single disc. Just yeah, that do. one movie. But I, do. I don't blame her because about six of those movies we aren't really crazy about. Yeah, they were shit. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> this is a shit movie. And actually, there's a movie that I have, and they forced me to buy like a triple pack. Um, with the Little Giants movie with mm-hmm. Rick Moranis. Yep. And Ed O'Neill. And um, I managed to get it on a, it's like, it's it's coupled with like two other stupid movies but luckily they're all on different discs so i told sean i'm like let's i get like a colored printer and i'll just print out a proper cover for it throw the other discs away and then i have that good one because this because there's nothing i'm not really interested in the other two movies they look they're kind of stupid i don't even remember what they are (laughs) but i like i'll have if i have to buy the 10 pack i will but i just assume try to get it by itself yeah, you never know. During a business dinner, I checked on eBay business for. <laughs> I checked on eBay for, and I found one that's in like like new condition, as they say, like new, which is the ones I go for. Yeah, if well, I'm not, not gonna get a brand new. I want to know what his version of like new is. Doesn't have any piss stains on it. <laughs> piss free is like new. I would probably think that way about the ones that say acceptable. Oh, acceptable. Yes. That's a grade. Yes. Oh. To me, that means, all right, it's probably got scuffs or a bunch of scratches. and Acceptable. I'm not taking that. See, that's dangerous because one go, person's level of acceptable is yeah. different than another. I go for brand new or like new. And I haven't been let down on the like news yet. 
<laughs> I like that. I haven't been let down yet. <laughs> nope. Nope. So we're gonna look tomorrow, and if we don't see it, yeah, um, I gotta. I we're gonna get it for Tara for less than ten bucks. I might go the eBay route if I don't find it tomorrow. Like we'll new see. condition. Like new. Like new. <laughs> Can't get your soda away from the mic. <laughs> it's fizzing. Yeah. Was that root beer? That's weird. Yep. It's weird. <laughs> get it out of there. People are gonna be like, "What are they doing? Are they cooking meth?" <laughs> this ain't Breaking Bad. Have you ever seen that show? Tab and I, I tried watching that. Yeah. You know how like season two and the three, it starts really dragging and getting mm, slow? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did for us, and we stopped watching it. I got about five episodes out of season, season one. Then and bored? I stopped. I stopped. That's why you don't know. I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't really get into it. However... Last week, I did finish uh, my binge watch of House of Cards. I finished that. And they're doing a season five. Space Man. Yeah. Oh, Gotham uh, got renewed for season three. Sweet. Yeah, I was, I was so happy. Like, nice. I'm looking forward to next week's. Uh, this, this Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Penguin's dad is in it. Yes. I won't see who it is. If anyone hasn't seen the trailer for it yet. Yeah. On TV, then... I don't want to give it away yet. Well, if they haven't seen it yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Do stuff. That's yeah. The, the, well, no, no, no. See, here's my thing. I'm not gonna give uh, any spoilers. The episode <laughs> that aired on Monday. It's like now, the way that it's going. Now you're gonna have like so many Bruce-centered episodes because mm. of what's happening, and I'm like, you know what? That's fine. If they can make it, like, interesting. Because yeah. sometimes, like, the solo Bruce episodes are boring. That kid himself bores me. The kid himself! That's why I can't enjoy any scene with Bruce in it. Except for that time <laughs> that, you know, he had the, that girl set up in that room that we mentioned Oh, yeah, before. that was a good episode. That was a good episode. Well, no, I mean, I liked... He was pretty good in this last one. I yeah. Don't... I liked the Alfred Cupcake... <laughs> <laughs> Alfred with two cupcakes. <laughs> I like the Alfred cupcake thing. That was good. Mm, cupcake. Oh, yeah. Yum. Yeah. All right, so now we're like a half an hour in. You ready? Ready to break it down? <clears throat> Breaking it down like DX. Like DX? Oh, the thing. Wrestling. Yeah. Back when yeah. DX was big. <laughs> About three people were like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Okay, so <clears throat> movies you got to see, eighties edition. Dun, dun, dun. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> so the first movie we're going to talk about is The Money Pit. Yes. And Sean will be talking about Major League. Major League. I picked that one since baseball season's starting, and I figured all you baseball fans out there would enjoy this one. Well, if you've recently bought a home, then you'll enjoy the right about the Money Pit. There you go. <laughs> And if you think about buying a home, this will help you. No, well, or hinder you. Okay, so the Kinda Money Pit. You. <laughs> so the Money Pit is from like 1986, all right? And it stars Tom Hanks, Shelley Long, and Maureen Stapleton. Okay. Tommy. What? Tommy. Tommy. Um, apparently, I just found out it's a remake of a 1948 movie with Cary Grant called Mr. Blanding's Builds His Dream House. 
I didn't know it was a remake. Me neither. I'm learning. That's why I print these. That's why I do research. <laughs> Sean does mad we find, research. We find shit we didn't know. Mad research. Okay, so the quick breakdown of the plot is uh, this attorney, Walter Fielding, played by Tom Hanks, and his girlfriend, Anna, played by Shelley Long. Everybody knows who Tom Hanks is. Yes. I don't think I need to... Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom He's Hanks. still doing movies now. He is. Do you have a favorite Tom Hanks movie? No. It's really, it's really hard to put one. You want to say another. Dragnet, don't you? I don't know. <laughs> I have Dragnet and Money Pit like side by side almost. Okay. I really like The Burbs. Yeah. Not a lot of people like that movie. I like that movie. That was good. That's a good movie. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm just saying. We'll cover that one too. <laughs> we will. We it's should. on the list. So basically, they're told to vacate the apartment that they're subletting from Anna's husband, ex-husband. Get out. Yeah. Oh, creepy. <laughs> creepy. Today we can't stay, baby. Yeah. So he's like, he's a conductor with this orchestra, and she works for the orchestra as well. You know what? I never understood. How do you make money working for an orchestra? Do you, like, get paid per, per performance? or? Oh, How does that work? I don't think Tom's... Does it say that Tom was with the orchestra? Cause... No, Tom's not with the orchestra. Uh, he's like a... That's what it sounded like, you say. <laughs> no, He's Anna... like an attorney or something. Well, no, the ex-husband. Don't get me confused now. <laughs> Don't Max. get me... The ex-husband, Max, Max, is the conductor at the orchestra that Anna works in. Mm-hmm. So I was just curious, like, how do you make money at an orchestra? No idea. Me neither. If anybody knows, you tweet me. Help a sister out. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so they have to get out of Max's apartment. So now he turns to his uh, realtor friend. Hello. And he learns about this million-dollar distress sale. Touching. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's on the market for only 200000 That should have raised red flags all over the place. Yeah. A million-dollar <laughs> mansion for 200000 Yeah. They go to check out the house. Um, they meet the owner, Estelle, played by Maureen Stapleton. She's funny in this. Oh, She's funny. You know what? She's funny in fucking everything she does. Um, she was in uh, Johnny Dangerously. Oh, yeah. And she was awesome in that. Wasn't she the mother? Yes. Yes. And she's like, she has that Irish accent, and she's like, he gives her an ashtray. She's like, oh, I was thinking of cr- taking up smoking. This clenches it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway. So they meet her, and she's she's telling them. I have to sell it quick because her husband, Carlos, has been arrested by the Israelis. And he's being accused of being Hitler's pool man. (laughs) First of all, why Hitler's pool man would be be arrested by the Israelis? Is he walking around with no shirt on either? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So, she's kind of telling them this sob story and... She's not turning on any light. She's running around. There's candles everywhere lit, which should have been another red flag. <laughs> Just trying to save power so, from those blood-sucking lawyers, that yeah, she calls them. <laughs> blood-sucking lawyers. <laughs> <clears throat> so, anyway, Walter and Anna decide to buy the house. They're going to buy it, and Anna insists that they go halvesies on it. Halvesies <laughs> on it. Um, because they're going to need a lot of money for a couple of repairs that and they think they're going to have to make. Yeah. So she uh, talks to Max, and she's like, you know, I'll sell you back what I got in the divorce, you know, for the money, because we're going to buy a house. So he's like, okay. So the second that they buy this house, everything fucking falls apart, right? Domino effect. Yeah. 
So one of the problems is like the entire front Damn. door rips like from the frame, the whole frame for the wall. <laughs> and then like the main staircase collapses, which is a funny scene when he's running up this, he's trying to grab the stairs. Uh, the plumbing is full of, I don't even know what that is, sludge, sewage. We, the we water have, had legs. The water had legs. <laughs> the water said hello to me. <laughs> um, the electrical system completely catches fire. The The bathtub comes crashing through the floor. That ba- The bathtub through the floor is a funny scene, too. I love when he's the standing way, there with the bucket. I love the way he laughs in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch that scene, definitely. Yes. Um, the whole chimney collapses, and Anna, while she's cooking, finds a little visitor in the dumbwaiter thing. <laughs> the way so, she's running back and forth with that thing attacking her is hilarious, too. Yeah. So they're they're getting extremely frustrated at the escalating cost, and it's taking forever. Two weeks. And yeah, all the all the contractors keep telling them it'll be two weeks, but it actually takes four months, and they realize they just need more money. So Anna tries to sell some artwork to, to her ex-husband, Max, um, to try to get the money for it. Now, the whole time during this film, all Max wants to talk to her about is having sex. <laughs> yeah, he wants to get back together. and I mean, she doesn't want to do that. Um, I love Walter. Basically, he... What's Walter? <laughs> Max, you know what Walter is. <laughs> basically, he, uh, he tricks her into thinking that he had sex oh, with her. I love that. <laughs> and yeah, it's a funny scene. And then she um she tells him and they get kind of they, they're not separated but you know, they're they they grow apart a little bit so that they the house is look like being built around them and so I'm not going to give away mm. the ending. <clears throat> Cuz I don't like to give away the ending. No. Um so you guys should watch it but there there may be a happy ending and <laughs> Or maybe maybe not. I don't know. So when Sean, so when Sean and I were talking about this, right? During business dinner. We're talking about business dinner. Apparently, they always wanted Tom Hanks, which I can see. Mm -hmm. I could after watching this, I can't see anybody else who would have done. Yeah, he's 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 pretty damn near perfect in this. One person I could probably think might pull it off. Whom? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. He could have probably Hmm. done that, but. But originally. Getting back to the money pit. So originally, uh, for Shelley Long's... Yeah, segue back. Segue me back, Sean. For Shelley Long's part is Anna. Do you Anna, think... Anna, can you, Anna, Can you Anna, guess Anna. the actress that they were Anna. gonna cast? For her? Yeah. No idea. Kathleen Turner. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Not sure. I would've no. liked that. Glad they went with Shelley Long. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? I don't know if Kathleen Turner, because like, there's a parts where you feel bad for her a little bit, because she's so guilty, and she's like, oh, I, you know, I did this. Because she, quote unquote, had sex with Max. I guess, yeah. And then like, so. On the piano? I don't know if I would have felt bad for Kathleen Turner. <laughs> Under the piano? <laughs> Over the piano? <laughs> So the cop showed up. <laughs> the cop showed up. <laughs> roaring. It was roaring. So we actually found out that the um the house that they restored is in New York. Which is kinda cool. Road trip. Yeah. We were just talking about that before we went on the air. Road trip. 
We already want to go back to New York so we can visit the areas that Ghostbusters was shot. Which we yeah. did we did a long time ago, but it was very cold back then. Well it was yeah during the winter. Ooh, I lost my head. See, I was so excited I lost my headphones. My headphones <laughs> just fell right off my head. Um <sighs> yeah, we went we went at the winter time, I think. Yep. Yeah, that's a bad that's a bad time to go to New York. It is. It's too damn cold. Too it damn was. Cold. We really couldn't enjoy ourselves, and yeah. it was too cold for us to walk further than we did to go see the mm. um, the actual firehouse that the outside was shot at. Right. The easiest thing to do is to like ditch your car in a parking thing and then just walk around and just take the train. Coney Island area is nice. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the name of the show. Yeah. 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 Actually. <laughs> So you have a movie, Sean. What's your movie? Mine's Major League mm. from 1989. Starred Charlie Sheen, Tom Berger, and Corbin Benson, and Wesley Snipes. Yes. And you know what always confused me? Wesley Snipes was in the first one. Omar Epps played his character in the second one. Yeah, I hate it when they do that. I, I can't stand it when they do that. I absolutely hate it. Like, if you can't get certain... If you want to do a... A big movie. Mm-hmm. You do a sequel. Do what you can to get everybody back. Yeah. If you're going to have the same characters in there. I understand that they got Omar because they probably couldn't get Wesley. Because Wesley, I think around that time, no, it was probably a few years later. I was thinking of uh, White Man Can't Jump. That's around 92, 93. That is a good movie. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he was probably getting ready to do something after this. It was around this time Maybe. his career was really picking up. Well, you know what? It was either a project issue or a money issue. It's always one or the other. It is. <laughs> Did I exhaust you? No. He's like, ugh. Where are my thoughts? Okay. I'll try not to distract you. We'll distract. <laughs> so, <clears throat> basic plot of uh, Major League. Right. A Vegas showgirl named Rachel Phelps, played by Margaret Witten. She inherits the Cleveland Indians baseball team through her deceased husband. And she gets offered a deal to move the team to Miami. It's, <laughs> it doesn't work out the way she wants it. Right. First, first, what she does is she fires major employees. And she puts this list together of all these people that she thinks is going to not even know how to play baseball. That basically suck. <laughs> the lovable losers. Yep, so she figures, okay, we put a losing team together, we can lose the whole season. If we finish dead last, then I can sell the team. They're going to build us a brand new stadium down in Miami. And I got it all planned out. Mm-hmm. Not exactly, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly, bitch. <laughs> so one of the things she does is uh, she hires a guy to uh, coach and lead the team. He was like a minor league coach for many years, about 30, I think they say, for a team called the Toledo Mud Hens. During, um, what do you call it? Training? Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> During training, one of the people that we uh, get to see is very popular now in commercials. Uh, oh! What the fuck is his name? I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I never realized that was that guy. The nationwide what? commercial guy? Allstate. Oh, it's Allstate? Well, Allstate. whatever. You know what? I work with insurance companies. Believe me, they're all the same. <laughs> they're all the same. What the hell's his name? 
Did you find it yet? Haysbert. Um, it's uh, Dennis Hay, Dennis Haysbert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he was known as Pedro Serrano until he played U.S. President uh, David Palmer on the television series Twenty Four. Okay. <sighs> so. <laughs> He expended all of his energy looking up that thing. My mind is just bouncing all over the place, and I hate this. It's all right. Focus. Focus yourself. <laughs> so she tries to put the shitty team together. Oh, yeah. Eventually, they start getting good. Then she starts getting nervous. Mm. So as they're getting better, she thinks that they're getting pampered too much, that they have all these good things. Yeah. So one by one, she tries to um, you know, make them feel worse. <laughs> By taking away some of the good stuff one by one. Yeah. So instead of having a nice plane, they got like a shitty little plane with propellers and shit. <laughs> during one scene, there's uh, a rickety plane. During one scene, scotch tape on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> the pilot's taping up the wing with like tape. Yeah. <laughs> I like the um, what is it? She she like takes away their hot water and. Mm-hmm. All the water privileges, and they're like, they have to invent ways to make like a, uh, what do you call that? Like a, like jet. a whirlpool? Yeah, like a whirlpool thing. So they take like a motor of a, yes! uh, a boat and put that it in there. That looks so dangerous. How's it not chopping up his feet? I don't know! <laughs> they should be stubs, all of them. He should be sitting there, ah! <laughs> flapping his arms everywhere. Flailing. So during during the movie, each of them had their own little flaws that uh, they kind of point out. Like the guy plays uh, Pedro Serrano, mm-hmm. he can knock the shit out of a, a fastball right out of the park, but you throw him a curveball, he can't hit it. <laughs> and uh, Wesley Snipes, his character can sprint fast, but mm-hmm. he can't hit for shit. Every time he hits the ball, it's a pop up. Play like Maze, and I run like Haze. You yep. may run like Haze, but you play like shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he makes like a fancy catch in the outfield. And he, start, and he comes in after making it. Great play, Haze. Don't ever fucking do it again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> and uh, Charlie Sheen's thing is that uh, he can whip the ball like 96 over 101 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. But he has he starts off by having no base no throw control. Right. He's throwing it all over the place but over the plate. <laughs> Taking heads off. And tiger man. blood in the ball. <laughs> <laughs> that tiger's attacking. For real. So uh, one of his flaws is once they get him glasses, because after the manager realizes he squints to see far away. Mm-hmm. Once he gets glasses, he can all of a sudden throw it right down the middle. Well, there you go. And the thing about Charlie was he really did do uh, pitching and baseball. Oh, really? So he, he knew how to throw. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that about Charlie <laughs> Sheen. Of the many things that Charlie Sheen has showed us about himself in these yeah. last couple of years. Not that he's not, play baseball. Yeah, not he never let that one go. <laughs> Everything else. Eventually they get good. They uh, win the championship, go in the World Series. Yay! <laughs> the owner's plans are foiled. Oh, like every bad person. Mm-hmm. Foiled again! One of the cool things about the movie is every time, um, or at least the first couple of times, when Charlie comes out to relieve the pitcher, they play that song Wild Thing. Yeah. Remake done by a group, I don't know, X. It's either X or 10. Okay. I don't know if it's supposed to be Roman, Roman numeral or... I don't know what it you is. You know what? My only definition for Roman numerals are the Rocky films and Super Bowls. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, beyond that. I can't fucking help you. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> but every time he came out, they play Wild Thing, and towards the end of the movie, they they had a plane when he came out, and the owner saying, "I hate this fucking song." I hate that song too. <laughs> it's really not one of my favorite songs. Well, and I hate that. I like it, but I, I can't really listen to a lot of it. Yeah, well, because it sucks. <laughs> That's why. You can't listen to it because you're, even your ears are like, this is stupid. <laughs> Get this song off. Fucking prick. Fucking prick of a song. Oh. On the soundtrack, the song is over six minutes long. What? Yeah. That is f- five minutes and 35 <laughs> seconds too long. Whenever I put it on a mixed album... Like a mix CD or whatever? Yeah. I'll edit it down to about three and a half tops. Mm, even that's being generous with yeah. that song. <laughs> You're being way generous. Way generous. Now, I believe this is the only Charlie Sheen movie I own. Major mm. League 1 and 2. I have The Rookie. The Rookie? What is that? He played a rookie uh, LAPD cop with um, Clint Eastwood. Oh, I've never heard of this film. Hmm. Mm. I already introduced it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you will introduce me? If you want. Uh, I don't know. Is it a good movie or? All right. Die. <laughs> we aight. No, everyone's everyone's got their own views of it. I can just let you borrow it. Mm, we'll see. You can check it out on your own time if you want. <laughs> Listen, we've already established that my free time is nil. Oh, on the weekends. The weekends. Mm-hmm. So are you, oh, I'm sorry. Like I, were you done with the the synopsis? I pretty much narrowed it down as much okay. as I, my mind will let me tonight. <laughs> well, you don't want to give away the ending either. Cause the, no. the point is to make people watch it. Or rewatch it, I guess. Let's see. Do oh. Gross nearly $50 million domestically. Domestically! In the U.S. Hmm. Well, I don't know. For, for 89, if 1989 is good for $50 million. That's a lot better than uh, a, few, a few of the other movies that we covered. Ooh. Yeah. Around that time. I think what? I think vice versa or something around that. Just made like two million more than what the budget was. <laughs> yeah. That was still a good movie though. Moose. Moose. Mises. <laughs> yeah. The budget for this was eleven million. Okay, so it made, it made its money back. Yeah. Made it back and more. Yeah. It was released April seventh of eighty nine by Paramount Pictures. Is it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> No little tidbits? Not really. Not really. But if but? you get the um, anniversary edition of the DVD, you get to see an alternate ending. Ooh. On the regular DVD or the Blu-ray? Uh, Blu-ray might have it. I haven't seen the Blu-ray physically. I don't know if it has it on there or not. It might. You know what makes me angry is when, like, because the Blu-rays have so much storage. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're made to be packed with extra stuff. And they don't put, like a lot of movies, it's like they don't put anything extra. Clue. Oh, yeah. We saw that in Target. Didn't have any extras, but the same three alternate endings that the regular DVD and the VHS had. Okay. I actually have a couple of trivia things, if you want. Sure. Yeah. When Serrano hits the home run in the in the final game, it wasn't in the script for him to run around the bases with the bat. What happened was, he actually hit a home run. All the all the hits that he did in the movie was really him hitting the ball out. 
But yeah, and then he actually hit the home run, and he was so shocked. He just forgot to drop the bat. He just ran around the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay. So that was pretty cool. I think I think that's all I got. So if you watch the alternate ending, though, it has a different view of the woman who's been tormenting them all throughout the movie. Yeah. But the video footage... It's definitely like old footage. It's got that old look to it. It's not all cleaned up and doesn't match anywhere near what you're watching throughout the whole movie. Ah! <laughs> you scared the <laughs> crap out of me. That was a good one. Oh, wait, wait. I just remembered. You know who else is in this movie? Hmm? Uh, Bob Uecker. Oh, yeah. I fucking love Bob Uecker. I'm talking about these three main characters here. I forgot about Bobby. I fucking love Bob Uecker. He was in uh, Mr. Belvedere. Mm-hmm. He's I a have father. that. I have that on DVD. <laughs> OMG! First of all, I I liked it as a kid. It was one of those things I liked as a kid, and I bought the DVD set. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. And I watched it, and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> um, it's just it's very. What's the word I'm looking for? I got diabetes watching it. <laughs> It's very, it's very like they had, they had these, you know, do do They have all these tender moments, and I'm like, oh, this is so '80s, <laughs> so '80s formula with the the moments and all that stuff. But um, <clears throat> uh, Bob Uecker played the guy, a guy, the announcer named Harry Doyle, and the line he makes when uh, Charlie Sheen is pitching, when he says "just a bit outside," mm-hmm. uh, it became like a kind of like a catchphrase and that wasn't in the script bob Uecker improvised a line a bunch he improvised a lot of um his own dialogue and he improvised that line which i think is awesome he had like radio, his own radio shows or talk shows or whatever he's done before that so that was like normal stuff for him <laughs> that's yeah. awesome just a bit outside ball yeah, one these the original title for this movie. You ready? Dead last. That makes sense. That's what the owner <laughs> wanted. The owner wanted them to finish dead last. Yep. There, there's some tidbits for you. There's like a bunch, but I don't want to read so much. <laughs> I don't want to read so much today. I'm, I'm thinking about some of the things that Bob was saying. Like what? Uh, one inning, Charlie just walked everybody. He's like, ball one, ball four. Ball eight. <laughs> Just a bit outside. <laughs> Bob's hilarious in this. He is. He's great. Great he, color commentator on it. Oh, yeah. He used to do that professionally, so why wouldn't he be mm-hmm. able to do it? Exactly. It's great. If something that's natural to you, go ahead and do it. Yeah. He was in the, um, I believe he was in the sequel as well. I think Ooh. He was. Have you ever seen the sequel? I've seen it like twice. Twice? I got the DVD, but I keep forgetting I have it. <laughs> I have it, but I forget that I have it. It's in, um, the, it's in the back row. Yeah. Each shelf has two rows of DVDs. And... Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I have that same I have that same problem sometimes. If I don't go looking for a DVD in the back, then it just stays there. Right. I used to have a list on every shelf that told me what was in the in the back. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't, I had to stop being so crazy about stuff. <laughs> I decided to turn down the crazy just a little bit. Dial it back. A couple notches. 
dial back the crazy. Uh, no, I have the, um, the sequel took me a long time to find. It was hard to find back when I wanted to buy it, which is always the way, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You go in and get something and it's like, oh. Fine. Yeah. Yes, I'll get it. But, uh, Randy Quaid is in the sequel. What was he? He's one of the fans in the stands. Oh. Heckler's? Huh? Those hecklers? Yeah. Yeah. And he... He turns his hat inside out because he hates the, the that they're losing. And he's like, you guys suck. And he turns the hat inside out. And I biffed myself in the head when I just did that. <laughs> Boom. In case anyone doesn't know, he uh, played Cousin Eddie on the National Lampoon's Vacation movies. He sure did. Until he went crazy. Kool-Aid. Oh, man. He drank the Kool-Aid. And mm -hmm. took all. He's in like, I don't even know. He's in Canada or something now. With this big, oh. huge, ugly beard. Mm. He's got the crazy beard. He's got the crazy eyes. It's crazy. <laughs> and he's not allowed in the country because of, like, tax. They'll arrest him if he steps foot in the country. And Chevy Chase, I heard an interview with Chevy Chase last year. And he wants to, he had wanted to do another vacation movie of him. Like, mm -hmm. of his character, Clark. And he goes, I would love to do it. I I want to work with Randy again. You need Cousin Eddie. He's, he's like, yeah. He's like, but I can't <laughs> because yeah, of his issues. So what is Chevy supposed to pay all his tax problems for him? <laughs> no, he's supposed to get everything together to have the movie made. No. Bring it up to Canada, Canada and shoot there. No. I mean, depending upon what the premise of the movie was. A lot of movies are shot, shot in like the Toronto area or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. It's cheaper to shoot there, that's why. They try to pull that off as like a New York or generic kind of city. They did that in Police Academy. Did they? The Police Academy movies were shot in Toronto. Huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. bringing tidbits to the table. read that today. Oh, you just read it today? <laughs> I printed out my info for the Police Academy movies. Oh, okay. Because I'm going to cover that soon. Yeah, well, those are good movies. Well, the first couple are good. I'm going from one through four. Which one is the one with the balloon? Uh, what balloon? Oh. Aren't they in like a hot air balloon or? Four. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I think that's your favorite. Nuh-uh. Citizens on Patrol? Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> that's four. <laughs> I don't even know. Tell me what I like, Sean. Even I don't know what I like. <laughs> tell me, tell me. Shit. <laughs> By four. Yeah, we, well, we have a list. We're, we're, we're still working from the list. I Three told pages. Sean, Sean's like, you know, eventually we're going to have to move on to other movies. And I'm like, we have like a year's worth of 80s movies to cover here. <laughs> and we're doing, we're trying to do two a show. Yeah. I got a three-page list already of all 80s movies that we haven't covered that we like. Oh. That we think you should see. <laughs> oh, we got anything else? He's like, now I we got vent. nothing. Oh, now you want to vent? We have some time to vent. You yeah. can vent if you want. We covered gonna... Money Pit. Check out Money Pit with Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. Check out Major League with Charlie Sheen. Winning. <laughs> he is winning. <laughs> He's literally winning. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> For some pieces, he's winning. All right. And? Now we vent. Oh, now we're going to vent. What do you want to vent about? Oh, there's so much that we can do. There's so much. <laughs> well, we only have so much time, you know. We do? We do. Damn. I'm, you know what? I don't. 
Driving. <laughs> well, I mean, I already kind of covered my thing about driving. I get here's the thing: I get to work anywhere between quarter past seven and seven thirty. So it's like I'm getting to work as Sean's getting on the road, and our our commutes are different because he goes like back roads and I go all highways. So I get jammed up if there's a highway issue, but Sean will get like school buses and tree trimming places and i'll get stuff from sean at like 7 30 in the morning like i'm gonna shoot everybody i'm gonna kill everybody i'm gonna rob them dead <laughs> back when we were young back when we were young back in our day oh school buses would pick everybody up at a bus stop i mean a corner Everybody meet at the corner. <laughs> now these days, buses stop house to house. They do. I don't understand that at all. Come on, walk. <laughs> you're, you're, you're young. Walk. Well, you know they don't want the kids to walk. You got like the preteens at the bus stops, and that you look, and a lot of parents are still sitting there watching them. I, maybe they're trying to make sure they actually go to school. <laughs> Well, I that's a reason. I, I don't know. When I was at that age, I didn't want my parents around. <laughs> Go away! I'm old enough. Be on my own. Well, I don't know. It's I assume it's some kind of public safety thing. The part I hate the most is some of those the parents that actually get on the bus with the kid. They get on the bus? I've seen it a couple times. Are you serious? They actually get on the bus with the kid. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Let him excuse, go. excuse me, bus driver. I'm just going to check out your rig for a minute. <laughs> I want to make excuse sure my kid's me. sitting. That, you know what? There are no seatbelts on the school bus either. Nope. Never was. No. But, you know, let's be safe. The morning commutes are like the ag- most aggravating part of my day. My commute home sucks too. My home, my home commute's good. Really? Just getting on to Route 3 going south, that's the only part that's a bitch. I've taken Route 3 home a couple of times because that's like an alternate way I can go. And it'll dump me out near 44. Hmm. I hate going that way. And then it's like, I don't like any way. Listen, I'm going to say this. Say it. Yeah. The breakdown lane is a breakdown lane. (laughs) They call it a breakdown lane. When your car is shit in the bed. (laughs) It's for emergencies, a breakdown lane. Now, there are several highways in this area that allow you to drive in the breakdown lane at certain times. Three to seven. I think that's stupid. <laughs> I think it's stupid. Maybe if, five to seven. Because what if you have an actual emergency and you need to pull in a breakdown lane? Find a bush. Find a bush. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say you're shit out of luck if you we don't have a bush, bush. near you. We've got bush. If you don't have a bush near you, you're fucked. <laughs> Shit. Well, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't approve of breakdown lane travel in any time of day. It doesn't help things either. It's just, it's too much chaos. It's too much chaos. You got enough chaos on the highway. Yeah. Yield means yield when oh. getting onto the highway. It does. You it slow does. down. You. 
cautiously approach, you put your blinker on, you kind of hold back until there's an opening, and then you go. These days, no. That main, the main lane there where the car is getting on from the ramps, mm-hmm. which is technically the slow lane. Right. They got to yield to people getting on now. Well, here's the thing. The, the 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 way that the fucking Massachusetts highways are set up, um, you will often have the on ramp, and then a few feet up, you'll have the an exit ramp. So it's like you have two people almost gonna mm-hmm. collide because if somebody's going for the trying to get on the highway, and somebody's trying to get off the highway, so you have like that collision course, collision course for failure, and um. The things that, like, I get pissed off about are the the things when, like, when you have, when, you, when you're coming onto the highway, oftentimes they will extend that lane onto the highway, and what you're supposed to do is get up to speed, mm-hmm. and then merge yourself in. Merge. Merge yourself in. And nobody knows how to do that either. No. That, it's like that, when I, the exit that I get on Route 93, that's how it's set up, Right. And but the lane does end, so mm-hmm. you have to get up to speed and merge yourself in. Now the dicks in the slow lane <laughs> don't want to let you in, and nobody no. wants to get up to speed. So you have like a bottleneck, mm-hmm. and it's a pro- that's my main fucking. That's when I want to just. Oh. <laughs> that's when I start punching babies, <laughs> and I'm just so irritated. That's the most irritating part of my day is trying to merge on the ninety three. For me, it's merging anywhere because you stay in mer- <laughs> Shit's like I merge nowhere. It's on route, route 18, the whole like one whole section near the hospital it goes two lanes Are to you're one. Are in Weymouth? Yeah. Okay. Two lanes to one, back to two lanes to one. So you're merging twice with these idiots. <laughs> merging means it's like when you're shuffling a deck of cards. The cards merge one, you go one by one, go merging in together. These days, no one does that. No one cautiously slows down and lets one car go. You get behind that car and so forth. Right. Everybody wants to race you on the side, drive in a little breakdown lane to get in front of you. (laughs) No, I totally agree. It's stupid. Merge, people. Merge! It's not going to kill you to take a few seconds of your life just to merge in. Listen. Stop trying to outrace us. Or me. People, people don't. Yeah, or or Sean. Just look out for Sean. Just look out for Sean. He's that guy in the cool car who's stuck in a snowbank. <laughs> Big white charger. You can't miss me. Uh, is that why you don't want snow on Monday? So you wanted to push your car. That's why I'm taking Monday off. <laughs> We're supposed to get about a, almost a foot of snow, and my car doesn't handle well in snow, as everybody knows. Yep. So We've I'm staying home. That before, yeah. I'm staying home. Good for you. And you know what? While we're on that subject, I have noted um, nasty traffic in the rain and the snow as well. And here's my thing. If you are uncomfortable driving in those weather conditions, don't drive. Mm-hmm. If you can take the day, take the day. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Don't risk it. Because, like, people who, like, I don't mind driving in the snow. It's the other people that it's like, ugh. They're going to make my day worse. <laughs> the ones that don't care risk putting their car, their life, your car, your life in jeopardy. 
Yeah. The ones that are always constantly on the cell phone while driving. Yeah. Get like an earpiece phone. Oh, the Bluetooth put your, thing? Put your phone on speaker. Do something else like that. I usually have mine on. I'll have put my... Ugh. I'll put mine on speaker. <laughs> See? I'll put mine on speaker and that's how I deal with stuff. I tried to teach my mother. My mother, my mother had a phone issue the other day. And she was like, can you show me um, how to do this? So I was showing her. And then I said, you know, your Bluetooth is on. Why is your Bluetooth on? And she goes, well, what is that? My tooth is blue? So so I said, well, have you noticed your battery runs down kind of quick? And she's like, well, yeah. And I said, well, maybe you should turn your Bluetooth off. It'll save battery life. Oh, how do I do that? So I showed her what it was and how to do it. And she's like, oh. And then she goes, well, what? Yeah. And she goes, and what good is that, may I ask? And I said, well... You can sync it up with your car, and you can talk to people on Bluetooth in your car. And she goes, well, how would I do that? And I said, well, you sync it up, and then you'll hear them through your car speakers, and you can talk to them just like you're talking to somebody in your car, and they'll hear you. And she's like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to be talking to people like that. <laughs> and I said, why? You don't want other people in the car to know your conversation? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you? Wait, wait. What are you talking about that now you you need the privacy? And she's like, I just don't want people to know what I'm talking about. I'm like, okay. She's I don't want to risk it. Like, okay. You don't have to risk it, lady. You don't have to risk it. She's... <laughs> Man, one day I'll have to do a whole podcast on shit my parents tell me. <laughs> they are funny stories. My dad alone is hilarious. <laughs> I want to hang out at her parents' house with her. Well, my, my dad and I have a very similar sense of humor, so... It's Everybody like, sees how funny she is. Well, I'm amusing. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, because venting like this, I can go on for a long time. Yeah. We'll give you a chance to vent again next week. We'll make sure we get some venting time for Sean. <laughs> so he can tell people how to merge. <laughs> merge with society! Just be more cautious and no merge. <laughs> yield when you're supposed to yield. Stop when you're supposed to stop. Green means go. Doesn't mean sit there. Oh my god, that woman I was behind tonight. We had one. There was a green light, and I swear this woman was just sitting there. And I honked, and they were completely oblivious. I saw her look in the mirror too. Was she? Yeah. Didn't do any good. No. And the vehicle behind us honked at her. She still didn't move. Yeah, she waited until the light turned red, and then she turned. Yeah, like, she's waiting fuck? for a green arrow to turn right, when you can turn right anyway. Yeah, you can. You ain't from around here, is you? <laughs> anyway. Quebec. Yeah, Quebec? Is that what you Go said? back. I thought you said Quebec! <laughs> no, go back. <laughs> I'm like, what's the matter with Canada? Why Quebec? Oh. <laughs> you go. go back to Quebec, you bitch. <laughs> you just go back home. That's what I was getting at. Alright. Okay. Well, I hope you guys have a good um, a good week. If you listen to this on Friday, uh, happy happy Friday. Hope you have a great weekend whenever you hear this. Um, thank you for your tweets, your Facebooks, your emails, all that stuff. We, we see all that stuff. It's great. Thanks to all um, these other countries that we're finding out. I know! We're up thank to you all for listening to us. 
Canada. Hi, Canada. Brazil now. What's up, Swi Brazil? Switzerland. Switzerland. Germany. Germany and Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Hello to all you guys. Shout out to everybody. Hello to everybody. So with that, I'm going to throw it over to Sean. We will see you guys next week. We love you. There's one thing I want to throw in. Oh, what? I just want to send my condolences out to anybody that's in the uh, Mass State Police Department on the officer that was killed recently in the oh, accident on the okay. highway. So I send my condolences to everybody out there. Okay. I say that as well. I second that, Sean. Yes. <laughs> so everybody, have a good everything.